level up your hunting game and join the cause. Help preserve small town Texas hunting culture and become a more successful hunter by learning the best ways to squeeze the most out of your budget and precious time out in the field. Welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Here are your resident bandits, Richard Kinchlow and Jimmy Byrne. So we want to we want to be season relevant. Season relevance, absolutely. So we're like, well, the dove hunt I had back in October. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna say the dove hunt I had this week? I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right. I shot this whole flock of ducks. God speaking of, <laughs> and they were absolutely everyone. And it's kind of crazy because they're all heading back north. And of course, I was like, oh, have have a good time north, you mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the ducks are moving north, and uh, yeah. That's right. uh, that's it, yeah, for sure. Well, let's welcome the folks into the into the podcast. Ah, what do you say? Indeed, let's do it. All right. Well, howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, uh, joined by the Corn Bandit, Richard. What's going on, sir? I'm here. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, you know I what I just I, thought I, of when you said that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That uh, that that uh, cankle picture that yeah. he sent on uh, this weekend. <laughs> But, uh, absolutely disgusting uh, <laughs> but you're talking about being uh season relevant so yeah what's the topic today yeah, I don't know. yeah. it's april so let's right see. so <laughs> i'm thinking fall recipes for pumpkin pie mm-hmm. oh okay yeah H- had a clean deer oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> well it's, it's technically i mean it is exotic season uh yeah Oh, no, true. no, no. We're, we're going to talk turkey. So th- this past weekend was the opening, uh, the opening of the, um, the North Zone turkey season. So last weekend, the last weekend of March, we had the, uh, the youth opener. Um, and my daughter and I went uh, with, with the family, of course. And uh, boy, I, I, you know, let's, let's start there, if you don't mind, because uh, Talk, talk about lessons in patience. So, you know, again, we, we always talk about, you know, when you're hunting with youths, you know, you want to try to maximize your success. Okay. Well, my daughter's 10. She's her dance card's been punched. All right. So she's, she's used to having strikeouts, things of that nature. Okay. But, you know, she didn't shoot a turkey last year. And uh, so I really kind of want to try and maximize her success. So we went and put a pop-up blind. Uh, the night before, had, had had a couple of cocktails, uh, and that that's when uh, that's when our dear buddy got his uh, his double on the uh, the possums. Unbelievable, by the way. Uh, the, the possum activity at Rancho Bandito is is through the El Rufo, uh, and that's something else we'll talk about because I, I don't get it. I literally do not get it. Um, of course, we're we're kind of chipping away at them. So, anyways, we we set up a pop up and. My daughter and I get in the blind, uh, believe it or not, probably 20 minutes for dark. And man, I, I tell you, you know, you, you hear the gobbling when you're in the deer stand and when you're deer hunting, but it's not your primary focus. When you're turkey hunting uh, and you're in a little pop-up blind, God, it's so much louder and it's so much more exciting, you know? So I got I got birds sounding off all around me, okay? You know, well, especially if the- it's like behind you or are they exactly they're quiet and then they do it like 10 feet oh yeah well and actually we I, that, that i've got the story on that one too the following morning of this past weekend but 
the Abby and I, uh, you know, we, we could hear them fly down. We could actually hear the wings flying. They were, they were they landing behind the deer blind. I kind of knew that's what they, that that's been a pattern that they've held true to now for about three years, which I also think is worth mentioning because, you know, if turkeys are, are disturbed on the roost, they sometimes won't go back there. Well, this flock of, I think, 7,500 that we've got uh, flies down from the same, <clears throat> it's been flying down the same spot for the, the past couple of years, which makes them a little easier to pattern. Well, you know, again, early, really early turkey season, they are hinned up like a son of a gun because the ground's not warm enough for the hens to go nest. It's just too early. So, you know, I knew that really the only chance we were going to have, especially with the with a young youthful hunter is to, to, to be in the blind and, you know, try to kind of, you know, call one in, but to also have the advantage of the blind and the corn fears. That's exactly what we did. Uh, and, you know, we, we, people often say, Oh, you're hunting by the corn feeder. That's cheating. Oh, it is cheating. Well, let me tell you, Mac, you know, we sat there for three hours and we did not see a hide or a, or a hair of, of a Turkey. Of course, had a lot of deer, were absolutely terrified that they couldn't understand why the night before there was no gigantic green box 20 yards from the feeder and now there is <laughs> uh, it, it is really funny to me the turkeys just don't give a crap but the deer care so much it's it, it's not even funny so yeah it's funny about um, uh, the comment about uh cheating yep you know yeah i mean <laughs> the way i look at it is you know yep. every state is a little different than how, what they allow yep. you to do when you when they when you hunt you know so what does it mean if you don't kind of take advantage of exactly what you're allowed to do exactly you know it's like does that mean you're dumb yeah yeah oh. <laughs> or well, you'll probably, you probably say well we're you gotta go back to uh you know the origins and all that type of stuff right. and then right. uh, okay well then don't use a like a compound bow I mean, Absolutely you know, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. just they don't that. shower for years, you know. <laughs> right. uh, well, in the river, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think an argument can be made that, you know, if you are, if we are, if you are afforded such luxuries like a blind and and all that kind of stuff, and you know, it 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 fuels your your passion for that, you know, for that pursuit. You know, you can make the argument that in reality it benefits the animals more because you're out there spending money on hunting gear. You know, they're out there doing things to to better understand the animals. So, uh, yeah, no, that's a that's an interesting topic. So anyway, the, uh, the the corn feeder went off and I shot a little out into my pants because I was not ready and I had a lot to drink the night before. <laughs> um, but once we once once I got unscared, we waited about 30 minutes and both my daughter and I were were a little hungry. Uh, she was hungry. I was hungry and hungover a little bit. But um we, we decided to tough it out for about 30 more minutes. And I said, okay, well, and, and so to give you kind of a time perspective, this is now about nine 30. All right. So, um, you know, getting, getting to the mid morning and, and, and at this point, by the way, the gobblers had completely shut up. So kind of tells me that the hens are on the move. And I said, well, you know, the fear went off at eight 15. Okay. God, you know what? Let, let's just bail. Let's bail. <clears throat> we'll hit them again this afternoon. We take two steps out of that blind and walking down the road from the feeder are three hens and two huge gobblers. Ugh. And, uh, oh God, it was so, just so like behind you. So you couldn't see them as you're getting out. Yeah, no, right. Okay. So, so we're okay. in a pop-up blind to the, to the, if you're facing the feeder, we were to that brush over to the right. 
So, mm-hmm. so you could not see up towards the, you could not see the blind from our pop-up line, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we take a couple of steps out and there they are. And of course they immediately start, you know, bark, bark. and uh, we just kind of slowly backed up and, and that was mm-hmm. it. And then um, really uneventful after that, the, uh, <laughs> the Saturday night hunt, uh, we actually went to uh, the front five, six and uh, strike out. Nothing even came in. Really? Um, yeah. Even nothing. a deer? Not well, well, yeah, we had some deer behind us, but of course they were not, they were not happy. Uh, Fast forward to this past weekend and uh, we've got a lot of, lot of friends down. One of my, one of the friends be um, one of my dad's college roommates uh, have not seen his son in 37 years, uh, which was kind of crazy. We, we, we did the mass. We had a lot of catching up to do because we'll cry. Frankly, we really hadn't. Uh, really never knew each other. And then the other gentleman we had uh, was the, the the son-in-law of my my dad's good buddy. And uh, he actually uh, is the one we went on the quail hunt with. And he actually rode into us at, uh, at Feed Bandit and, and registered and all that kind of fun stuff. So um, his name is Jay. Uh, Jay. Jay's a really great story. And I, he's going to be listening to this. So I got to <clears throat> I got to talk nice. But uh, obviously, I have, I have nothing but nice things to say about him. But he, uh, he's a really great story in, in my mind because you know, he's a guy who's originally from the state of Chicago. And uh, but I don't think he really owns it, though, which is which is great because, you know, I, I have some feelings about that place, and as does he. Uh, but, you know, he, he moved to Texas in the oil and gas world. And, you know, he's really embraced kind of the, the Texan slash hunting culture. So. Uh, it's really, really, really cool. So when I heard he was coming, I said, you know what? I'm going to be his guide because, you know, God willing, my daughter will shoot a bird. My wife's actually thinking about it. So, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take it off. I'll take off. So we, uh, Jay and I uh, huddle into a pop-up blind at one of our, uh, fav- your favorite turkey spot on the entire uh, Rancho Bandito. Uh, that would be uh, the, the feeder pens in that little valley, you know, and um, you, you like to ambush them on that road. Well, yep, yep. We, we had a, yep, yep, absolutely. And, and let me tell you, I was thinking about you because I said, <laughs> if he was here, if he was here, he would be in business because they were right there. Like, I mean, for years, they're always on that road. So, so to kind of set it up uh, again, this is a, this is a blind that's in that real thick kind of a, a mesquite valley, if you will. And then, and then backing that mesquite valley are a lot of, of hardwood, uh, hardwood thickets, really. So, you know, you're, you're kind of transitioning from two different, um, really kind of two different uh, habitats, okay? So, again, kind of the open prairie uh, where the blind is down into like a, a kind of a mesquite field ravine. And then back behind the feeder pen, you've got nothing but these hardwood, hardwood forests or bottoms rather, oaks and pecans. Uh, and, and so what's real interesting about this area is that we knew the birds were roosting there. And so when they flew down, they've got, you know, one of a couple spots they would fly down. So we get in to a little pop-up. We put a pop-up right by the gate that you come in, if, if you know where I'm talking about. So yep. uh, when we, and so the reason why I did that was strategery. It's because the sun will be at our back and we won't fry like a bunch of, 
you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we get in the blind now. Now Jay does not have a, he doesn't have a dedicated Turkey gun. Of course I'm, I'm feeding them. Oh yeah. I got a dedicated Turkey gun. <laughs> I was like, here, try mine on for size. So I gave him my, my, my Turkey killer, which I love. Uh, it's that Remington pump. Like it's like 24 inch barrel. It's got the, the jelly head Magnum, you know, bloody slinger head thing, choke tube. And I put, I, put, <laughs> I loaded three, three and a half inch Magnums in there for him. Mm. Uh, and again, he's, he's, you know, he, he's got experience with ARs and 20 gauges. He ain't shot nothing like this before. So <laughs> we, uh, we end up putting a, a, a hen decoy out there. I considered doing a Jake kind of before, before uh, we went, but I, I, I didn't do that. And that was based on some of the other reports I had, I had heard, you know, uh, just a quick little a little tip for everybody, you know, Jake's. You you see a lot of you know videos with gobblers beating the crap out of Jake's, okay, uh, and that does happen a lot. But what people got to realize, and I've actually seen it actually more often than not, when I put a Jake decoy out there, especially at Rancho Bandito, with as many Jakes as we have, especially with last year with an incredible hatch, okay, those Jakes will gang up on those gobblers. Uh, and so it, it is, does not, it is not a wise idea when you've got a lot of Jake's to put a Jake decoy out there, uh, with the hen, because again, some of these older gobblers can get intimidated. I know it doesn't make sense. Okay. It's like saying a herd bull elk is going to, is going to back down from a fight, but with turkeys, it's a little bit different and these Jake's will tend to, to gang up. So, um, well, the gobbler might see it and think, Hmm. There's one, but I know there's yeah. more somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're hiding. Be like, it's ambush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he pulls out his little gobbler iPhone. He's doing, you know, <laughs> what are my chances? Okay, I probably shouldn't do this. So, um, so we have the hen decoy out there. Probably have the hen decoy out there about about twenty yards. Uh, you know, again, tw- 15, 20 minutes before shooting light or before sun up, birds start to chirp. Okay. And then here come the thunder chickens and they are gobbling from all over the place. I mean, it is almost intimidating how many gobblers were sounding off. Uh, you know, then, you know, 20, 30 minutes go by and they're gobbling again. They're all around us. Okay. Uh, but the one gobbler that remained constantly gobbling and was responding to my calls was probably right where you were going to be sitting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I moving, think. Or- yeah, yeah, no, he was just sitting there. You could tell yeah. he was just sitting there spinning around because mm-hmm. when he would gobble, you know, you, you could tell he was in the same spot, but he was facing a different direction. <laughs> so we had gobbling there. Then we had gobbling back well back behind the corn feeder. Um, and, you know, in the distance, I mean, it was just it was crazy. Well, when, when some of these turkeys have flown down, we had three hens that flew down, too. Uh, and the hens actually landed right in the, the feeder pen, which was kind of a neat deal because, yeah, you know, we were 30 yards from this and he, you know, Jay had never seen a, a turkey land and I've, I've, you know, I've seen a couple, but, you know, to see it up close was, was really kind of a neat trick. So we're a neat deal. Wasn't a lot of corn on the ground. So they really just kind of milled around the feed pen and you could tell they were waiting on that feeder to go off, but, you know, eventually they left the pen, then they would come back. Uh, and then, you know, in the more and earlier in the morning, they were pretty, uh, they were pretty loud, which was great because, between them and me, you know, it was keeping those gobblers at bay, keeping them from walking off is, is kind of what I, what I was envisioning was happening. 
Well, when they shut up, that's when I started, you know, picking up with the calling. And that really kind of kept them. I'd like to think it kept them entertained. Well, I'd say, you know, about 40 minutes into our sit, uh, you know, uh, coming through the feeder pen from the left. So to the, to the really straight out from the corn feeder, if you're in the, you're in the deer stand uh, here, we, we hear this just huge gobbles. Okay. And then sure enough, it's several gobblers about to come through the fence. They come right under the fence. We got three hens there. And so I'm like, okay, this is great. It, it's worked. You know, the, the, the feeder has just gone off. Uh, but, but, and it's so funny because they, they could care less about the corn. They, they, they just did not give it. They did not give a flip. The hens, when the gobblers came in, actually made their way. I think they they stayed around the corn feeder, actually moved over in the corner. So I was really concerned that we were going to, um, those gobblers were going to go with those hens. But sure enough, they went directly to our uh, to our decoys. And, and so I was like, man, I can't believe this is going to happen. And I could tell Jay was. Yeah, he was he was he was starting to breathe a little bit heavier. Right, just the excitement, you know, and I yeah. love it. And so I, you know, it was great. We have the earmuffs on, you know, so that we can whisper and talk to each other. And, and sure enough, he he lays one down. And of course, I have the video, and I'm going crazy. Um, and then you know, so he lays one down. The other two gobble like crazy, and they start beating the crap out. <laughs> and Jay's like, what, what are they doing? I said, dude, they are so worked up that they just, they, they just they, almost like they didn't even hear the shot. Yeah. Uh, but all, but all they other, oh, so I've seen that up. maybe t- twice in my life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, I told them that it's not something that you see, you see all the time. And so, you know, we were just kind of mesmerized with all this going down and, and they were doing that, you know, that, <laughs> you know, as you're stomping. <laughs> This other gobbler and like literally poking his head and lifting it up. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Uh, and Jay's like, man, this is, this is wild. And I was like, Hey man, you think humans are cruel? Look at mother nature, you know? Um, and so he goes, well, you think I can shoot another one? I was like, Oh God, of course, please. Jay, you know? So he cycles one, he cycles one of those out and he shoots. Well on that one, he, he jerked the trigger. He completely missed. So what do they do? They completely gobble and, and they don't move. They go back to being the <laughs> crap out of this gobbler. Wow. So, you know, Jay's got one shot left and, and really that's all he's got left probably in the shoulder too. Yeah. And uh, he, sure enough, he, he fires, puts the second gobbler down. So now there's only one. And then the one gobbles and starts beating the crap out God, of him. Could have been a triple. <laughs> it could have easily been a triple. Well, uh, but I said, you know what? That's probably good. The guy woke up, had breakfast with two of his pals. Now he's uh, now now he's heading out solo somewhere. So, uh, but but it, it's funny, you know. They're so in the zone, and, and Jay actually brought up a really good point because we were whispering the whole time, and he was like, you know, it's it's crazy that um, it's crazy that here we're sitting here whispering, and this gun goes off. Even when the gun goes off, we're talking the blind, but he he doesn't care. You know, the gobbler's so focused on beating the crap out of his two dead buddies that he doesn't care about. <laughs> I said, now you're, you're exactly right. Of course, we went and I took one step outside and that gobbler literally got wind and was, was out of there. But well, I mean, if I was downwind from you, I would too. Oh, well, that, that's true. That's true. Actually, that was later in the night. They, they, <laughs> they, they got a nice little taste of that. The, uh, my, their father and his father-in-law made uh, chili dogs. So, so real oh, hot dogs. Oh, it was, 
It was incredible. <laughs> and like I one of them made it, they're like, I could tell your body does not react well to chili dog. <laughs> no, sir, certainly doesn't. But what what a what a cool, 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 you know, what a, just an incredible hunt, you know. And uh, you know, what are the odds that something like that happens? Um, you know, I <laughs> I mean I I've I've had an opportunity to shoot two gobblers, but but not like that. You know, mm-hmm. and I've like, you know, we've always talked about doing this for a billion years. So what uh that that's how you know that you're meant to be a hunter when something that cool happens. So yeah, uh yeah, we 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 tagged him and, and took him home and uh and got him cleaned up. And I think he's gonna make a um uh I, I took the fan out and, and did the whole, you know, put on the put on a board for him and salted it and uh gave him the shotgun shells with the beard and one spur um crazy enough actually talk about it being just an incredible year um really i I don't know how much they weighed but their beards were were enormous when i saw their beards they were damn near dragging the ground wow i said oh my god i i think that that is probably you know i didn't say this to my to him but i I was thinking in my mind well that's probably a two or three year old bird uh you know their heads were still kind of kind of light red so i was like yeah you know i i don't know that or not light red but you know real like blatantly red you know they, they didn't have that mm-hmm. that white or that that dark that light blue so i said yeah they're probably two or three old birds when we got up to them uh their spurs were i mean they're they they were they were about a they were a two-year-old bird you know when i thought they were more like three or four something of that nature so huh. um anyway Wow. Just uh, just a really, really cool experience. We had a bunch of other guys uh, shoot birds as well. So I think we took five uh, total this weekend. Uh, again, the birds were really, really hinned up. But, um, you know, in the middle of the day, kind of like what we always want to do, they, they were starting to they were starting to hunt. And, and even Saturday afternoon, you know, we had some lone gobblers that were that were kind of working. So, again, I think with huh. just a tremendous hatch that we had last year, we got a lot of birds out there. And um, so hopefully everybody's having a good season as we are. I mean, that's, wow. I don't think we've ever started a season out like that. Yeah. That, that's a, that was a hell of a weekend. Yep. yep. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm, Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on that, uh, on that hunt. That was uh, one for the, for the for the books that's no, it really sure. was yeah, it really 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 was um, when are you gonna put the uh, video up yeah I, I gotta get that done of course you know i have my gopro out there and you know when we when we reviewed it on the gopro which is like the screen's the size of a stick of gum you you really couldn't see much but yeah uh i've actually got the video with me so i need to i need to get it up so um yeah it was great just a, a real close on uh, on uh, Instagram. Uh, the, 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 no, because they're too long. I can post the, the oh. YouTube link. You try uh, cutting them down just to the money shot. Yeah, because those would be some good Instagram. Yeah, videos, no, it's a good idea. Videos, you know. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's doing the Instagram now. No, I know. But believe me, we Feedman's got seven thousand people following yeah. us on on Instagram. Actually, we had a uh, quick shout out. We've had two more feed stores join us um, oh, nice. in the past couple of uh, past couple of weeks. On uh, I think they follow us on Facebook, something of that nature. So, yep, cool, right. good stuff, man. Real good stuff. 
Awesome. Awesome. So, so I, I think next on the agenda for, for me, as far as turkey hunting is concerned, again, is, is trying to get my, uh, my daughter and then my wife, you know, get them a bird. And you know, we, we haven't talked about much because I just ain't been turkey season, but you know, we, we've got that Stevens, uh, that Stevens single shot 410, you know, where it's, you know, it says you have to, you, you don't have to, but it's recommended that you use the, uh, the the nine shot tungsten okay so that's the um you know five dollars or excuse me excuse me i wish the 10 shells for like 60 dollars type thing good lord uh but let me t- <laughs> let me tell you i had it, it it is crazy it is crazy but i'll i'll tell you this much man that stevens with that little turkey choke in there and that tungsten you know i i've never been a well you know, i've never been a guy who's like oh i have to shoot this brand of bullets because it works the best with this gun. You know, I'm kind of whatever, dude, just put freaking lead in my pencil and it'll work. But I tell you what, man, we shot at 35 yards. Okay. With the with 35 yards with that single shot 410 with a turkey choke, the nine shot tungsten ninja stuff. And, and, and the patterns, it's, it's, it's disgusting. I mean, it will absolutely obliterate a huge Tom. You shoot him right in the head. I mean, it's crazy. It, that's it's the, almost that's like, the real key, isn't it? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> right. You're well, and it's funny, especially <laughs> at 35 yards. Right. Even at the, even in the neck, even in the neck, I yeah. think you'd be okay. Okay. So I'm um, also breaking in another turkey gun. I, I graduate. I, I moved up in this world. I, uh, I asked for a, a, a 20 gauge turkey gun. So I've, had some troubles with that. We'll, we'll talk about it on another podcast because I think it's, I think, well, definitely citing it in was um, uh, error or uh, operator error. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm working on some other stuff too. That, but anyway, it's, I was shooting at 40 yards with that thing with the, the three inch turkey loads and they were, it was pretty deadly as well. Problem is the gun will not eject them. We'll talk about that later. Huh. Is, it a, is it a pump? Oh no, semi-automatic. Hmm. Semi-automatic. And I've been on the phone. I, I got I sent an email to the manufacturer, you know, and they talk about which you know it, it it's a it's a it's a less expensive. It's okay, I'll tell you it's a tri-star. Okay. I've uh, seen they we've got some really, really cool looking guns. The 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 designs, the color schemes, I, I really like them. And but you know, they're semi-automatic, they basically say, listen, you, you've got to break it in, which you know, on your Benelli's and that kind of stuff, you, there is no breaking. You just you just shoot it, right? Well, you know, on 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 this gun, it says you basically have to shoot like a whole box of high brass, uh, you know, high brass big loads in it to get the thing kind of you know worked out. Well, I shot I shot eleven three inch turkey loads plus two boxes of just regular dove loads, and it jammed every single time. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I oiled it, the, the, you know, the action, you know, you know, when you pull the, the, um, the little action hammer back on a semi-automatic gun, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's a little, it's a little sticky. I think I, I feel it getting a little bit looser, but it's still a little sticky. So I need to break it down see what's going on. The TriStar people say that it actually could be missing a, um, a gas piston, which huh. I mean, that would make sense because. I mean, it's not ejecting. It's not even getting close to ejecting. I had my buddy, I why Jay shoot it, and um, I when he was shooting it, I was looking to see if it if it even tried to eject it. it it's like it didn't even bother. 
Hmm. So I don't know if it's like protesting or what, but um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a sweet gun, and I'm not ready to dog uh, TriStar because it's it got feels ergonomic, and I uh, again I think it's operator error. So, but we'll we'll see. We'll I'll I'll let you know the update. Uh, well, it'll be after Easter next time going down. Cool, cool. Yeah, it'd be unfortunate if uh, it's missing a part. <laughs> that's, yep, that's... but but would it surprise you? I mean, seriously. It's like I, I just like cars, houses, and, and sometimes guns. It just is it made just don't work out for me. Uh, actually, Turkey, ironically. Oh, okay. Well, my yieldies. That's is Turkey. Yeah, it's been yeah. fine until they like until they I like Russians. Well, remember, I actually had to use a better uh, ammo for that thing because remember oh, for a long true. time I we're shooting that ch- cheap shit for dub. Oh it yeah, wouldn't, yeah. It wouldn't fire. Yeah, yeah. But the, you know, it's like, crazy. You get like Remington or, uh, you know, name, you know, right. Federal. But yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. That I've never had a misfire since I right. started using that. But if I was using right. like, oh, what was state. crap, a state or something, yeah. else, you know, just, yeah, <laughs> it would misfire me three times or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway. So yeah, that that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can get that thing to, to work because, man, oh, man, having a, uh, I've got a little Burris uh, here, of course, my said we'll talk about it next time, but I'm continuing to talk about it. It's got a little Burris red dot on it. Uh, you know, I thought, well, what the hell? Give it a shot. Pretty, pretty damn cool. So um, it's got a pistol grip. It's lightweight. It came with oh, a pistol grip. That's cool. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. Uh, so Jay was actually asking me, you know, why, why do you need the pistol grip? And I, I was thinking to myself, that's an interesting question. And I, then I realized why they have it on there. And it's, you know, when you're, when you're sitting down, you know, Indian style, I know it's offensive, um, you know, and, and you need to like go and move, you know, trying to hold your gun. If, if you kind of like hold, trying to move your arm, like you're, you're holding your gun, like, like, I'm, of course I'm doing it right now and you can't see it. If you have a pistol grip, it's real easy just to hold it, you know, to hold it like, like, like an actual pistol. And then you can move around. Whereas, if you don't have a pistol grip, it's a little bit more challenging. And I think truthfully, you'll make a hell of a lot more. You'll, you'll move a lot more and be a little bit more funky. So uh, having that on there, I, I think is good. And I also think if, if you're flexible enough, you can kind of mount, you can kind of put that pistol grip on something, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little over overhanging branch or something uh, to use as a support. Um, so I've always kind of won one and, and I, I really like it. I, I, I can't say enough about it. I just got to get to eject shells. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a big element of style also to the grip, you know, just, oh, oh yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. People prefer it maybe it, but you know, talk about sitting Indian style. Yep. If I try to, if I do that, then my legs are asleep within like two minutes. <laughs> and then if I try to move, you know, you know, this was like, like the pins and needles in my fucking in my, <laughs> my legs. You know, and then you're sitting out there trying to be quiet, and I'm like, oh my oh, God, you touch your leg. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like the gobbler's cub is like, I can't yeah, move. Like, no, paraplegic. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm telling you that 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 is, is so true. God, it's so true. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's the great thing about those um, um, of those little little kickstand backpacks they have now on those turkey vests is. You know, at least I found that I can move my legs out and kind of, kind of stretch them and, and, and things of that nature. And actually, we talk about a great tip, something I learned years and years and years ago. 
you know, when you're sitting like, cause like us, typically we're sitting under oak trees. There's a ton of leaf litter, you know, just a bunch of old leaves and those damn live oak leaves when they're dead, they're crunchy, they're like chips, you know? So one thing that I found that's always handy is, you know, before you get seated down, especially if it's going to be a long sit, you think it's going to be a long sit, move that leaf litter with your legs. And so have it just dirt to where you can, when you can move your legs, you're not crunching a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, that, that sounds kind of ridiculous, but if you're hunting, no, that's a great tip. Hey, if you're hunting in a situation where you've got birds that are coming up behind you, um, you know, where it's a really calm day. Uh, so they can obviously hear a hell of a lot better than you can. You got to do everything you can to maximize your success. Yep. Yep. I totally agree. Cause yep. you know, I, I always think that like, I wait as long as possible to shift because I'm like, I guarantee you there's someone right behind me. Oh yeah. Make yeah. It down. <laughs> oh yeah. No, there's a- absolutely. Absolutely. God, that's funny. All that's right. A- cool. All right. Yeah. So we're taking the weekend off and uh, be out there next weekend. Hopefully, hopefully the daughter and the wife can shoot a bird. That would be, uh, that would be a dream come true. Truthfully. I'd, I'd love it. Awesome. Well, you have yep. to report back on that to our, oh, our loyal listeners. For sure, for sure. All right. Is that all you got today? That's all I got, my friend. Sweet. All right. Well, that was a good one. Uh, thank you, folks, for listening to this episode. We hope y'all are having the same kind of success uh, this turkey season as was have down at Rancho Bandito. Mm. Uh, and uh, hopefully I can get out there at some point and yes. get a turkey. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. yes. Uh But uh, anyway, uh, with that, y'all take care and support your local feed store. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at FeedBandit.com or simply by texting the word BANDIT to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember, support your local feed store.